Blog Talk Radio.
we shall prosper and be in good health if we trust the Most High. Number one, we have to seek Him and hear from Him. And the Bible says He sent His Word to heal them. He sent His Word to heal them. Well, how do we get healing? He will send His Word to heal us, brothers and sisters. So I want to thank you for your time tonight, brothers and sisters. Um, Tonight, the state of the body of Christ, part three. Can you believe it? State of the body of Christ, part three. And that's going to be with our one and only brother, Purcell Porsche, all the way in the state of Ohio. He's going to be uh, hosting tonight. I'm going to be joining him. But... Pretty much it'll be him spearheading this, and I'll be more like a moderator and sound guy at the same time. So it's, it's happening. It is happening again, a part three. So if you tune into the Five Swings on Network, I do want to thank you for your time because you didn't have to do that. You could be doing other things, but I think some of y'all value what we're trying to accomplish here. You can see through our flaws. You can see that we're just mere men trying to please the Father, and you want to be a part of it. And I want to thank you for that uh, because that's what we've been trying to do since 2011. Folks, we're older people, and we're very serious. It don't mean we're right because we're older, but we definitely are not trying to waste time with our lives. We're very serious, and uh, the Bible talks about do not forsake the assembling of yourselves with other believers. Um and so we're trying our best to fellowship, have a, a strong fellowship, being uh, accountable to each other in some ways, and also to just seek the Father on this network. You know, this is just a tool. That's all it is. It's just, it's just a tool, brothers and sisters. All right? That's all it is. It's just a tool. We're here to seek the Most High as a group on various things that concern you and yours. All right? So tonight... We got the one and only Purcell Porsche, like I said, from uh, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, he's going to be talking about something dear to his heart, the body of Christ. Many of you should know by now, Purcell don't hate the body. He ain't hating on nobody like that. He just have a, a, con- a love for the body of Christ. He have a uh, concern for the body of Christ. And, and let me just say this really quickly as the... Um, uh, five Smooth Stones that we play our anthem in the background. Let me just say this as the creator of this network. Folks, we are going to sometime miss it. We're not always going to be politically correct. We're not always going to uh, uh, hit the mark. But just know this. Just know this and trust this. These brothers and Cecilia are really trying to get out things that we know for sure we know for sure, we know for sure that it's going to be a blessing to you and yours, okay? That's what this is all about. That's what I want this, that's what my envision is to be all about. And uh, before I bring on Brother Purcell Porsche, let me just talk a little bit more about what I envision, because I hardly ever share this on this network. And I want everybody to know what's behind, what's the spirit, what are you about, brother, what's what you trying to do, you know? So I just want to just say this. Yeah, we say we talk about five topics the most, and we call those smooth stones. Because 
They are smooth, brothers and sisters. They're not rough around the edges. These topics we know for sure that we talk about the most, the biosmooth talk. But we also talk about hundreds of topics, uh, again, current events and all types of things, just like tonight, the church. But I just want to say this. I have seen the body of Christ really be in the way of me as I try to uh, uh, be about that kingdom business, you know, uh, hold our political officials accountable, uh, speaking out on different things, injustices, not just racism, but all types of injustices I see. And oftentimes, people who really love the Father in their heart has been on my opposition, opposing me on the wrong side. And then we, when, we, we, when we were able to di- uh, dialogue, uh, talk it out, they would oftentimes talk my church folks. They would change their mind. And over the years, I've, I have, have seen hundreds of church, uh, of, of the real church. I'm not talking about the fake and the phony stuff. Uh, people change their position. So I got to thinking, why did they always change? Why, why didn't they start out in the proper position? So that's when I quickly found out years ago. I mean, it's got to be in the early 80s. I found out that the church is just being fed some things of passivity. You know, the church is predominantly women, not to knock women. But women have their role, and their role is not the same as men. And and there's nothing wrong with what they do, but you can't have a church led by women. And this is what I run into. So I, when 2011 rolled around, and I had left Ohio, because in Ohio I was pretty busy. I was in over 70 marches for justice. And uh, we marched in front of the police station. We've marched, we marched, we marched. So, brothers and sisters, I was really, really, really involved in trying to wake up Cincinnati and really anybody that in that uh, uh, metroplex uh, of Cincinnati, uh, northern Kentucky, uh, Covington, Kentucky, parts of Dayton, uh, CBG went into. Then I went to the station. Tracy invited me to the station. I got to know her a little bit more. Ended up inviting Tracy to Israel, her and a friend, and they came. And uh, uh, just was always tooting this horn about how we're the people of the Bible, talking about leprosy, these same things I'll be telling y'all about that we'll be teaching here on the Five Swim Stone. Uh, it's close. I've met others that feel the same way. But anyway, what I envisioned quickly, and we'll bring on you, uh, Brother Purcell. I want to start that up again because this truly is the Five Swim Stone Network's mission. So I want to just play this little um, anthem in the background. But brothers and sisters, listen. I... Um, would like to see uh, a network where believers call in because of their, they're hearing things in the news and they're not able to keep up with all of the news and stuff. Not that anybody should, but the bulk of what's happening in our world, a lot of people just don't have time to keep up with all of that. So I said, wouldn't it be nice if we had a network with believers, prophets, uh, prophets and eagle eye prophets, you know, eagle eye prophets can see way in the future, you know, and, 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 and see the see what the Father's will is. And if we have prophets and eagle eye prophets and, and, and possibly fivefold on this network, on this line, and when people call in, we're able to decipher what's going on in our world according to Scripture from a Hebraic standpoint. In other words, 
from people that know who these people are in America, African Americans, are the Israelites, and who these white people are, the nation that the Father sent from the north to rule over these people. Uh, a group of people that wasn't hating on white folks. A group of people that, that was loving everybody, but that understood sometimes we have to have tough love, but nevertheless it's true love, but yet understood Bible prophecy. They don't have to know everything. This is the, the vision and vision I had in 2011. I was thinking, wouldn't it be good if they could just call in and they can hear what the Father is doing in, in, with regards to what just happened in Russia or if it's big enough to be in the Bible, you know, uh, or and what's happening with our people, the general just, that's all uh, Ezekiel was. He was able to tell how Israel felt in their spirit. And he said, you know, your, your young men are, uh, are fainted in their minds. And, and, and they have, they're like wild bulls in the street. Uh, you know, he talked about the, the state of Israel's men standing in street corners. Yes, he did. Uh, and so, I think that was Ezekiel, and I'm going 100 miles an hour. But that's what the prophets were for, what we're doing. They were speaking of the state of Israel, and I just wanted to have a network, whereas Israelites, we, we, we speak out as to what's going on. And also invite Gentiles on that we love. I said we love, and have them on, and they do the same, you know, and, and hopefully they recognize we're Israel as well. So this is what I envision, folks. So we are not there yet, but we're getting there yet. We're getting there. You know, this is what I foresee because they're, the body of Christ, they are the most powerful institution. Know that as we present this show tonight, the state of the body of Christ, part three, the body of Christ has got to get there. I do know about the falling away. I do know about all the phonies and the fakes, but we don't want to spend a whole lot of time. Hopefully, I can't tell Purcell what to do, but just know this, brothers and sisters, there is a church, and I'm a part of it, and I love the, I love the church. I even love those that are, that are in the church faking, and I've come to tell you that a lot of those people in the real church have molded my life, and just know this, if you are one of those persons listening, maybe you're not down with the whole Hebrew thing or saying Yahshua or whatever, please be at home. Be comfortable. You're loved. I didn't always know he was Israel. You may get this too quicker than I got it. Who am I to look down on you, put you, put, you, know, put you down in the way? So this network, please know. We may sound like tough love from here from, from, on different shows, but the goal of the creative brother Seth is to have people on that would be loving, that would be in tune, that would be definitely have an ear to the ground spiritually and know what the Father really is saying. That's what we're trying this five smooth strong network. How are we doing with that? How do you think we're doing? I don't know. What you say, but I hope you say, oh, brother, y'all are spot on. So I had got a testimony uh, a couple of days ago from a brother who listened way back in 2012, and he wants to help me with my book. Uh, he's a transcriber, and uh, he's, I have to share the email with y'all another time, but he, he was so gracious to me, and he said, Miss Arlene, uh, because Arlene used to do shows. This is back in the day when we had higher numbers, uh, even higher than we do now, and we was just myself at one point. I mean, and then Arlene joined me, and then we had uh, Big into Victorious and some other older co-hosts a long time ago. That, but we was doing like five shows a month, or five shows a week, y'all, four shows a week. So, but anyway, that's been the goal ever since then up to now, again, to be loving, 
to be loving over information, to be loving over all information. Yes, to be loving first and foremost, but then to share what thus said the Lord, uh, thus said the Most High, because guess what? If you get his word, you will be made whole. All right, brothers and sisters. We'll go to the phone lines. It's brother, before I go to open the lines, it's brother Purcell Porsche, y'all. He has been uh, a dear friend of mine, and y'all, if anybody loves the church, just know this brother loves the church. No matter what he say when he's upset or, or anybody say, just know we believe that the church is the solution. Many of y'all call this church Christians. We're talking about them, okay? Let's not get it twisted about who's a Christian or not. Uh, if that's what you think Christians are, those that fast and pray and seek the Father, I don't mind working on that name, okay? But I'm just letting you know that name has been poisoned. It's probably more appropriate to call yourself believers in Christ or people of the way. But make no qualms about it. The whole world, when they think of Christians, they think of what we're trying to be, people that serve the Father. See, nobody think of Constantine Christianity when they say Christian. They don't even know about that. So for for many of you listening, when we say Christian, we're talking about uh, 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 the church, the true church. Now, you have to know that that wasn't their original name. Oh, I'm so glad I thought to say this. That wasn't their original name. Uh, they wasn't called Christians, but they have since become known by that. And so I'd be stupid to not say I'm not a Christian or something like that. I wouldn't say stupid. I would. I would. I, I really don't like that association. But I can't quite say I'm not a Christian because as soon as I say this, some of y'all gonna think I'm not. Don't believe in Christ no more. I don't believe in the Bible no more because you don't know. You're not learned about the difference between Christian traditional Christian Christianity from the Catholicism and and the Church. You don't know so. How would I look if I'm going to try to reach you by saying I'm not that? Oh, of course I am what you think in your mind is a Christian. But please listen tonight because you're going to hear there's more than one church even inside of the church. Isn't that something? Isn't that sad? People come along and take the name Christian and pollute it. it, it, it it's lots of Christians that have saved my life. My mother, if she was alive today, she would say she's a Christian. You know, uh, people that have uh, sown into my life, uh, 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 many, many people, they call themselves Christians. So I don't want to confuse anybody when we talk, so I'm talking about Christianity and all this. And Christian, You know, just know we're talking about uh, people going under the umbrella of Christianity that is polluting it uh, by Satan himself. So anyway, I'll let Priscilla talk about that as he come on. Brother Priscilla, your line is now open. I want to thank you for again hosting on the Five Swiss Soul Network. Go ahead and say hello to the people. The show is in your hands. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. We bring you greetings from Thought Life Kingdom Ministries all the way in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's your boy, Ambassador Purcell Lindell Porsche. Yes, I did refer to myself as Ambassador. Um, I don't know if any of you on the line have ever experienced 
the father changing your name. But that's what happened to me a few days ago. The Lord changed my name. I constantly got, put myself in a place of humility saying, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, big on titles. Title doesn't really move me, and they don't. Um, but the Lord clearly spoke to me and changed my name to, a, to ambassador uh, because of my assignment. My assignment is to the believer, and I'm learning this as I go along. This is why the state of the body of Christ is so uh, uh, such a burden in my spirit. Um, Mike Murdoch, one of my favorites, said this. He said, the thing that concerns you the most is the thing to which you've been assigned. And I know that my assignment is to the believer. Like Paul said, his assignment was to the Gentile. Message wasn't to the Gentile. His assignment was to the Gentile. His assignment. He was assigned to the Gentile. So, um, and we won't, we won't, we, I won't open up that can of worms, but uh, I understand my assignment. And my assignment is to the, of the body of Christ. In fact, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, the mission is to bring the saltiness back to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. We have to get back to um, kingdom living, kingdom mindset, kingdom lifestyle. Um, and as a matter of fact, ironically, I can't recall in all the days of my salvation, I received Christ April 26, 1992. And I don't recall ever sitting under a ministry that actually taught the kingdom of God. And as I sit here today on the Five Smooth Stones Network, my heart is in disbelief concerning that because I understand today the importance of the kingdom mindset and understanding uh, kingdom authority. Uh, so these are some of the things I touched that um, is plaguing the body of Christ, is hindering the body of Christ. I think I mentioned last week um, briefly how it's part of what is hindering the body of Christ, the fact that we don't know who we are. Um, and we don't understand kingdom principles, kingdom living. We don't understand what it means to be heirs and joint heirs with Christ. We don't understand what it means to have kingdom authority and dominion. We don't understand what the Father meant when he said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. 
and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. We don't understand to this day the authority that we have. We actually have the position to give uh, uh, permission to the Father to move in the heavenly realm to call, that will cause the effect hey, or pres- the... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I didn't mean to uh, uh, Please allow this interruption, but I was just wanting you to do an intro and let me know how to do things. You're getting off into it. I said, you ready, brother? That's okay. good. That's I good. Am. This is, this, listen, we have co-hosts on the line, and I need to know All what right. we're doing. I just wanted an intro, and then you, it, this show is in your hand. So how did you All want right. to do the co-host? How, how long did you want to go, et cetera? Okay. I was, I was going there. Um, we're we're going to be very interactive tonight. Um, very interactive. Um, that's what I prefer. Um, I'd like to hear from everybody on tonight. I would like to uh, compel callers to call in, questions, comments, concerns. Um, please follow. Uh, let me plug this real quick um, because I do have an order of service. Um, I want to plug this real quick. Please follow. Five Smooth Stones Network. Um, Seth, I want to say publicly, uh, out here in the airwaves, um, I appreciate uh, the God in you, man. I appreciate uh, the vision that God gave you for the Five Smooth Stones Network, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of it with you. And I'm excited about what God is doing with the Five Smooth Stones Network. I'm excited about how God has chosen the Five Smooth Stones Network to change and shift the atmosphere. I'm just excited about what's happening through the Five Smooth Stones Network with the kingdom of God. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I want to say I'm grateful for Brother Elishua. I'm grateful for his wisdom uh, in the word. I'm grateful for his friendship. Grateful for Brother John. We haven't had the chance to meet yet, but um, I feel a kinship with the brother. Grateful for Pastor Chris. Uh, grateful for Brother Kimwin. I'm just just grateful to know you all. I'm grateful to my sister Eliana, um, which is so so eloquent in her speech and so astute in the word. Um, I honor you all. I honor you all tonight. I honor you tonight. Um, we have to give honor what honor is due, and I'm taking a little time because it's necessary. We need to show love one to another. Um, so with that being said, um, I actually forgot what I was saying, so I'm just going to go right into the order. Well, hold on. Uh, let me, hopefully I, hopefully I remind you, but we was trying to see which way you want to go with it. Um and y'all no, just so don't, you know don't worry we about it. Just hold on a sec, Priscilla. Don't worry about it. Hold on, Seth. Don't worry about it. I forgot okay. what I was um I forgot what I was, I was trying talking to buy about. you a little time mm-hmm. there to think about it, but go ahead. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll just move on. We'll move on. Um first thing I wanna do is I wanna open up in prayer. Um after which 
I want to uh, do something a little different. I want to uh, put in the atmosphere a, dec- a declare. I want to put in the atmosphere declare and decree uh, based on Job chapter 22, verse number 28. And I want to read it into your hearing real quick just so you understand the significance of what I'm about to do. Again, Job chapter 22, verse number 28. I'm going to read it in the Amplified Version. And this is what it says. It says, you will also decide and decree a thing, and it will be established for you, and the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. This is what, uh, this is what I see happening. Uh, in our discussion, as we discuss and uh, shine light on the state of the body of Christ, I'm expecting uh, God's favor to shine uh, upon our ways. Is that all right? So. Uh, Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for the Five Smooth Stones Network. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to break bread, oh God. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to to delve into your word, oh God, and to get clarity, Lord God. For you said in your word that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. But, Lord, you said in all your getting we should get understanding. And, Lord, we come before you tonight. Seeking understanding, you said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you, and you will freely give it to him and upbraid it not. And, Lord, we just honor you, hallelujah, because we know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We know, Lord, that you are the Prince of peace and the rose of Sharon. Lord, you're the lily of the valley and the bright and morning star. Father, we thank you because we know that you are our battle axe. Hallelujah. You are our shield and our strength, oh, God. We just thank you. Hallelujah for your word, for your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Lord, we thank you that we understand tonight that we are the salt of the earth and we are a a city that's set on a hill that cannot be hid. Lord, we thank you that we are the light of the world, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we understand, hallelujah, that it's, it's, it's because of you that we live, move, and have our being on tonight. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah. For this day, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Father, we ask that you would just continue to watch over us, oh God, as we get into your word, into your will, and into your and seeking your way, God. Father, we just ask that you would bless each and every individual, Lord God, that partakes on tonight. We pray a special blessing over each one of them, oh God. We pray like right now, Lord, that you would uh, 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 bless them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. And, Lord, each one of them, Lord God, that decides to speak, cause their tongue to be as the pen in the hand of the ready writer, Lord God. We just honor you. We thank you. And we give you the praise. We give you the honor. And we give you the glory tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I want to do this declaration uh, and decree a thing over us us as a people. Is that all right? And I want to do it this way. All right. Again, according to uh according to Job twenty two and twenty eight. 
Uh, we're believing God for his favor to shine upon our ways. Father, in Jesus' name, we declare right now that it shall come to pass that as we hearken diligently unto the voice of, God, of you that, and observe to do all your commandments that you command this day, that you, Lord, will set us on high above all the nations. And these blessings shall come on, on us and overtake us. I'm reading, I'm declaring out of Deuteronomy 28, if you haven't recognized already. God set thee on high above all nations of the earth. All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall, the, shall, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep. Blessed shall thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in all the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, and all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous and good in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground and in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Let me say that one more time. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure and heaven, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be be beneath. And thou shalt hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. In Jesus' name, we, we declare it and we decree it. So, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. I did that because... Hey, Priscilla, uh, before you get okay. going, it's probably easier to tell you now than later. We try to take callers over everybody or chat room. Uh, sometimes chat room uh, depends on if it's respectful. This brother asks, please define who a Gentile is 
You don't have to answer. It's up to you, brother. Okay. Oh, that's coming from the chat chat room. Yes, I I can type a definition in, but he's probably talking at you. Chat room, if Let's you answer. mean. Or, go ahead. Let's answer it the way you were going to answer it. And then I'll either agree or disagree. Actually, let's actually let's allow the panel to address that. Let's allow the panel to address that. Okay, you want to put a time on that, cause, uh, cause you know, sometimes these are distractions. I'm just being honest, brother. I'm not saying he's yeah, distracted. I mean, it, oh. it, it, it won't take. It won't. It won't take more than two minutes. Okay, to, let's to go to the phone line. Be wise as a serpent. That's his name. Here come your answer. Okay, we're gonna open up area code nine zero three two seven nine. Brother Kenwin Casaberry, brother Ella Shaw, your line is now open. Brother John, your line is open. Why don't we let brother Kenwin take a shot at it? Me, and if somebody else want to chime in, let me say in, this real quick. Let me say this real quick also, um, brother Ken. I don't. I don't think I over overlooked uh, brother Kenwin when I gave honor to everyone. If I did, please forgive me. Charge it to my head. Not to yeah, my heart. I honor you tonight. I honor you tonight, my brother. I honor you. And please forgive me for that for that uh, oversight. Yeah, brother no, Kenwin is the youngest. Uh, 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 the, uh, the co-host, he's the youngest, but I promise you, he's equally respected. Uh, but brother Kenwin, go ahead. Who is the Gentiles? Uh, and brother, uh, again, Priscilla, how long do you want to go with this? Uh, just, just, just a couple of minutes. It won't take long. I mean, everybody okay, just chime in. We got some long with right, the people. Right. So it's up to you, though. Brother Kenwin, go ahead. All right, all right. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Shalom, uh, my brother. Uh, thank, thank you for that opening there, uh, brother. I really appreciate that, man. Um, uh, who's the Gentiles of the Bible? Well, it's, it's kind of simple, but then it can get a little complex because we are dealing with a scattered people. The Israelites are scattered. And, yes, uh, they built church. They went to churches up in uh, Europe uh, for that reason, because uh, a lot of those ten tribes of the north, well, they uh, some of them was lingering around up there in Europe. So uh, that was the goal. But when you look at the outcome, uh, Rome eventually took on Christianity as their belief system. And uh, it wasn't because the Jews dying for what they believe in it's a little bit of their population all got involved in it so that's like a one-on-one uh and uh from what's understood the gentiles um is considered to be uh outside anyone who's not of israel however through the ministry uh the spiritual jew is considered to be somewhat of a gentile as well um, so, uh, just kind of, you know, uh, but it, it, some scriptures, they may be talking about Israelites who are, took on the Greek uh, culture and things like that. But majority of the scriptures that mention Gentiles, in my opinion, are actually talking about just that, uh, folks who are outside of Israel. Uh, so that's, that's my, uh, two cents on that. I passed the mic. That was, that was good. That was good. That was that was pretty on point. That was pretty kind of where I was at. Uh, also, Any other calls? Uh, brother can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Go ahead, Brother Ellis. Okay. Uh, I like to give the thing. 
now, what Brother Casper just stated is actually the standard definition of Gentiles that come from Europeans uh, and European scholarship. But I would beg to differ that that's not consistent with Scripture. Um, when you read Genesis chapter 10, and I'm going to begin with verse 1, in that portion of the Scripture, Moses is laying out the 70 nations who would go on to populate the nations of the world. And in Genesis chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were the sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, Midah, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, Tyrus. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Rephan, Togomar, and the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodadam. Dodanum. I have a problem pronouncing that last one. <clears throat> it says, By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, and every one after his tongue, after their family, and the nations. That's what the scripture says the Gentiles are. It never states that Gentiles are anybody who is non-Hebrew, non-Israelite, non-Jew. That is a European definition and is inconsistent with Scripture. Now, when you go to the New Testament, you will recognize right away that the people who are in the New Testament in Judea at the time are what you call Hellenized. That means that they have been influenced through the Greek, Greek dynasty when they come under the Greeks and then the Romans. Well, if you look at all the land spoken of in regard to the New Testament, it's the lands that line up with Genesis chapter 3 through 7, through 5. The, land, the isles of the Gentiles, Greeks, Ismar, Turkey, all of that is considered the isles of the Gentiles. And that's what the scripture is making reference to when it says Gentiles. It is not anybody who is not an Israelite. Just watching the program, then take kick it right back up back to you, Purcell. Just watching the program, where this guy was taught, was saying that the first time the gospel went to Gentiles, it went to Ethiopia. That's inconsistent with scripture because the scripture does not list Ethiopia as a Gentile nation. Let me say this. I'm only saying this because I'm on the mic, and if otherwise I can wait like everybody else. But just real quick, two things. Uh, uh, this this is important because it's a caller. It's, this, I mean, a chat room guy. He's interested. Um, but Ella, sure. Think about this for a minute. Just because the scripture says, "And these are the owls of the Gentile," does that mean? I don't know. I said I don't know. But I've been thinking. Gentile is not a Gentile oh. is not a euphemism. And then what happens is that people want to make it like it's a general term, like oh, European. Oh. It's not a euphemism like that. It's, it's actually designating a people, and all the people who would live within that that particular geographic territory, oh, those I know. people were called Gentiles. So real quick, I don't know that that scripture right there would mean just because of the name other people. Then I'm going to ask you a question after this real quick. And, and out of respect for Purcell, please be quick. Uh, and, and I'm trying to be quick too. I don't know that the scripture is saying, and these are the isles of the Gentiles. 
that don't mean this is only the Isles of the Gentiles. It just means these are the Isles of the Gentiles. I think we take that scripture to literally mean this is all the Gentiles. I don't, I don't know if I can say that. Uh, let's look at the context. Just, 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 context oh, 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 hold, oh, hold, hold a second. Hold, hold a second. The reason why I'm saying this is because when I ask you this next question, normally there's not an answer. So who are they? If they're not Jew and they're not Gentile, what are they? Let's take it the back back door way. Answer that real quick in less than 30 seconds because we got to go back to Christianity. They are, they, they, they are exactly what the, what the Scripture states they are. Hamites are not Gentiles. If you read further in here, it lists, it lists the genealogy uh, of the Hamites as well. And this is what this is. The, the context here, and that's why it's so important that when you're reading scripture, always look at the context. What is the writer stating? What subject is he on? Right now, Moses is talking about the 70 nations that will go on to populate the nations of the world. And then if you look at the people that he named in that, when he's talking about the sons of Japheth, I mean the sons of Japheth, you will find out that geographically, to this day, these people went on to populate those areas. The exact right. people who we named. Just like right. when it says Ham, when it says Ham, uh, the Hamites, we understand that Hamites went on to populate Canaan and Africa. So it's very consistent. But what's happening is that we get caught up, and this is that's my purpose for being here, is to correct misinformation. Because 80% of the misinformation that we have received has come from European Gentile scholarship. And in okay. Jeremiah chapter 16, in Je- last point, in Jeremiah 16, 19, it says that in the last days, that at time of judgment, that the Gentiles will come to him and say, we have inherited lies and things which do not profit. That means that from generation to generation, lies have been handed down. And that genera- and that and these particular lies now impact and influence doctrine and theology. Well, really quickly, and then we go on, but, but uh, actually, I'll Priscilla, that's John will jump in there. But in uh, John will be available in about, about I'll just say this really quickly. So okay. when Paul was speaking, he talks of Jews and Gentiles as though that's it. He don't mention nobody else. Again, uh, no other again brother Seth, brother Seth, brother Seth, please, please, please let me clarify that. And I just stated that. I said in the New Testament, the people who were heir in Judea, and the people who made up that region of the Roman Empire, those people were from Greece. Those people were from Turkey. So when Paul says no difference between Jew and Gentile, he's talking about the people who populate the, land, the very land and the people he's talking to. They were Hellenized Greeks. Okay. And that's why but he I, said Jew I, what, and what, Gentile. I, I got you. What I'll, but you well, hold just, one point. Hold on, Hold a second. Yes, sir. Hold a second. We just got to learn how to bottle our time, man. I mean, you got a lot that's to why say. That's why, I'm trying, that's why I'm trying to get through with it so we can move on to per sale. You can't get through with it. Let's do this. 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 Let's all take a deep breath. Okay. So I'll take a deep breath. Okay, now what, what, what I perceive has happened is this has become a distraction. Um, because I wasn't going to answer that deep. I was, my answer was going to be the unbeliever. 
that's that that's the extent of my deepness, the unbeliever, is a Gentile. Um, I don't know exactly what the caller is looking for. Um, is anybody else on the line, Sister Eliana or Brother Kimwin already went? Uh, you said Brother John won't be available for another 25 or so minutes, right? Yeah, about 25 minutes. Now, Seth, have you given your take? On what the Gentile is. All if I'm you, saying if is, you have an opportunity, Seth, oh, but, I, but I'd like all to. I'm, and, and, and I promise you, 20 seconds. And I do mean one, two, three. Listen, all I know is when I hear people say that scripture, and these are the hours of the Gentiles, there's times the Bible refers to the Gentile. Keep in mind, there was no Europe. People always want to talk about how they went to Europe when they talk about the Gentile. There was no life up there then. They went around I know, it's called the eyes of the Gentiles. Oh, so hold on, hold on. I don't know that I believe that anymore. I think anybody outside the Jewish world is Gentile. The Bible talks about the stranger that is among you. And oftentimes that Gentile can't do this, Gentiles didn't do that. This was before there was any white folks in Europe. And then we have to look at, they're talking about Japheth. Japheth wasn't white. It's so. It, 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 that's enough of, of that for me. Okay, uh, Seth. This is what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to type in the chat. If the, if the caller is just in the chat, type in there what he believes a Gentile is. He says Gentile has two. S, that's what he said. Be wise as serpent says. Gent, Gentile has two esoteric. Meanings not known to most. That's what he said. But to Elishur, much respect, okay, because I know you've done your study. I've done mine. I just don't, I'm not sure about it, man. It's just I don't know that I believe that no more because it's like it's a big hole. Whenever you ask somebody who are these other people, the answers is not consistent. So I don't know. It's just me. Hey, hey, uh, Purcell. Yes, sir. Purcell. I'm, um, because really, you already know that if I give you a response, I'm always going to orient my response based upon the scripture, not based upon other people's scholarship or whatever. If their scholarship aligns is consistent with the scripture, then I'll go with that. But I just looked up mm-hmm. the word Gentiles. Gentiles is, is mentioned 121 times in scripture. And mm-hmm. as I go through these, I just want y'all to count it real quick. One time in the book of Genesis. Three times in Judges, 15 times in, in the book of Isaiah, because the book of Isaiah is actually the prophecy of how that Messiah would be a light unto the Gentiles. So that's prophetic. So that wasn't speaking of any people that was in a particular region of the high would be a light. Um, and then every other time that, that's listed in the, New Test- in the Old Testament, it's listed about six other to seven other times, and they are always one time. The bulk of it, starting with Matthew, eight verses. Mark 2, Luke 4, uh, Acts 30 times, 30 times the word Gentile is named, identifying the people who they were interacting with who were in that region. 30 times. That's the book of Acts. So again, so when we look at the fact and when we see Paul saying Jew and Gentile, he is not speaking in references to some foreign people. He's speaking to the people who are literally there in the land and whom he is engaging with and whom he has been sent his ministry to. His ministry was to the Gentiles. 
And if you look at every place that Paul took the gospel, it's included in the eyes of the Gentiles. Back Let me ask you, Ella Shaw. Is any black people Gentile? Is any what? Any black, so-called black people Gentiles. All the nations that are named now are white. They might have been black at one time, but they're not black anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, white people come from somewhere. And I, anyway, I, I, they come from the Chalkis Mountains. I hear you. Hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. Whenever you say this, just know this, okay? I just don't do what you do. You can do what you do. You say, whenever I speak, I'm speaking from the Bible. And I'm saying, just know this. That don't mean you're right. I just no, don't say. I just, I just, I, I want people. Hold on a second, because I don't want Priscilla to hear us going back and forth. After I say this, you can make your comment, and we move on. Brothers and sisters, LSU is right. He is persuaded in what he believes, but making statements like I only say it from the word, I only. The Holy Spirit sometimes come on you, over you, or, or eliminate us, and we won't have a Bible verse. It should line up with the scriptures, but everything the Holy Spirit imparts to us, can we deliver it in a, such a manner that, you know, like scripture here, scripture there. But scriptures will back up what we're saying. So just know that, Brother Elisha. So uh, you said it a lot. I, I'm only, and I'm only, you, you, but we're all learning together, man, and we respect what you do. Go right ahead, and you can share and put this in your hand. I'm done with that. You want to address that, uh, Elshua? Because I'm a mo- I'm moving on otherwise. Okay, no, I would I'd rather prefer you move on. And all I was stating in that is that since what I stated was a fact, and that literally I don't rely upon outside information, and I just basically showed that. So, everybody, you've got the information, and that's what my purpose is to do is to give you the information so you can make an informed decision on what you choose to think is right or wrong. Back to you, brother Purcell. All right, all right. So uh, this 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 is one of those matters. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say this. Um, here's where my heart is at. My heart is with the state of the body of Christ because of the importance. You know, I don't want to put you right there, but. It just sounds like you're going to move on. So let me just say this really quickly. This gentleman, okay. a minute, on something you're about to move on from. Do you want to, for me to share his brief comment, or do you want me to just ignore it and move on? No, by all means, share his comment. Okay, hold on, hold on, LSU. What did you say, LSU? No, hold on, hold on. Let me open this that's why I said to you, listen, that's why I said to you to type in there to see what he says the Gentile is. Or yeah, I, he said I absolutely it. want to hear. Yeah, I absolutely so. want to hear his heart in the matter. Absolutely. So just bear with me. I'm, I'm just trying to get this brother's opinion, what he said. So this is what yes, he said. Brother, yeah. brother Ellis, sure. can you hold on a second? I'm just trying to save y'all some time, man. 
And oh, no, 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 no. Let you tell me soon, now let me speak. Uh, you want I'm trying uh, to tell you some time? I know where he's... Oh, hold on a second. Bro, you got to let this man run his show. I swear to God I'm not trying to be rude to you, LSU, but you're saying I only got this to say on it, and then you hangs up. This is what I mean, man. Okay. Who hangs up? LSU. The caller hung right. up? No, LSU. The caller hung up? No. Uh-huh. Sure. This is what I mean by so okay. adamant and got to talk, and I know better than you. And when I can't talk, I can't have my way. I got to go. We can't have that spirit, man. We just can't do it. Okay, be wise, the serpent said. Gentiles has two esoteric meanings not known to most. Then he said, one must always remember the deception begin in heaven. Definitions often create deaf Phoenicians. Definitions often create deaf definitions. Sometimes it's often beneficial to discover not to always rationalize in terms of black-white polka dot. I agree with that. I agree with that, brother. We don't really yeah. acknowledge mm-hmm. race based on color. I only asked him that to prove a point about the black and white. But Ella Shure, John, if you listen, please tell him to call back. It's just I want El, I want Purcell to be in charge, and he's talking long. He's thinking he's quick, but he's not. Just finish. Quick, just yeah. finish saying what the what the brother the, the caller said. Was was that it? Was that all of it? Yeah, that's it. I like I what he said at the end there. Yeah. I like what he said at the end there. Um. Uh, I think that's important too. I think it's very important. Uh, definitions are very important. Um, wrong definition. Uh, wrong revelation. You know. So, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, was 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 that the gist of this question? That was it. And let me just say the elephant in the room. Let me just say this out of peace for the show and, and, and your spirit and your prayer and, uh, and coming on. If I'm not, if I anyway overstep my boundaries, I apologize, everybody. But I just feel like Purcell can handle this call, this caller. I mean, this uh, chat room guy. And Ella Shule, he thinks he's talking short, but he's talking a long, long time. And I. It, 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 I just want Purcell to be able to handle his show with, you know. And so when I, I am the moderator, like John say, when I say hold on, you should hold on. But Elisha has this thing seem to me like I know what's best and what I'm getting ready to say is this is God. We all are pursuing God's word when we share. So okay, he's no Seth, more in the bunny trail. You're going on the bunny trail. Okay. We're going on I'm the done. bunny trail. Let's, I'm let's done. get off the let's get off the bunny trail. Let's get off the bunny trail. This is these are discussions. Um we have a relationship outside of the Five Smooth Stones network. These are matters that should be discussed amongst the brethren. Not on the air. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put that rebuke out there. These are matters that need to be discussed man yeah. to man. Not over the air. Not over the air. Um, We talked about being being more professional. Um, This is very unprofessional right here. Um, And in my opinion, has nothing to do with salvation. That's what that's what I'm about. 
I'm about I'm about kingdom and salvation. I'm about being more like Christ. I want people to understand what it means to be Christ-like. Hear the voice of God. Be moved by the Spirit of God. Uh, be led of the Spirit of God. This is the type Amen. of thing that's going to help us to grow in the grace of God. We need to. This is why we need. This is why the the law. We, we we can't be governed by the law. We have to be governed by the Holy Ghost and the power of God. It's the power of God that that. It's the grace of God, the grace of God being God's divine influence on our life that causes us to be who we've been called to be and do what we've been called to do. It's God's empowerment. We are saved by grace through faith. It's the power of God that teaches us, that molds us, that shapes us into his will. This is the type of thing that's that's most important. Understanding how to present our body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, being not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Any man in Christ, he's a new creature. These are the pivotal things that are necessary for us to grow in the unity of the faith. We have to get. To, we have to 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 uh, to grow up. To grow up spiritually. We got to grow up, and we got to grow in God's grace by faith. We got to increase our faith. We got to start speaking life. We got to speak life. I'm not a Gentile. Amen. Anymore So we got to speak life We got to We got we to gotta find ways To uh, please the Father It's one of my favorite scriptures man And it's, I think it's okay That we've gone here This is one of my favorite scriptures That is found in the book of Proverbs The 16th chapter and the 7th verse It said when a man's ways Please the Lord it will make e- he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. In Psalms 91, the Lord said he gave us he gave us angels charge over every area of our life. We will we have to get back to godliness, man. The term godliness means godlike, like God. We need to be like God. That's our number one thrust. It ought to be anyway. I tell my children all the time, your number one thrust ought to be to please God. It don't matter how much I know. Because all I know is all I know. But all I know is not all there is to know. I recognize and I realize that. But by the same token... That that I know, I'm passionate about. We got to stand on what we know. Stand on what we know. Let's 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 start dealing with what's important in the body of Christ. 
And right now, the state of the body of Christ is suffering. It's suffering because we bickering back and forth one with another over, me, over menial things, very, very uh, unimportant stuff. And then it's much more important than, it's almost like um, we are a body of people who, with our mouths, honor him, and with our lips, we honor him, but our heart is far from him. This is kind of segueing me right back into we got some, some serious matters going on in the body of Christ, man. We got some serious stuff that we need to uh, pay real close attention to. We got some vipers, man. We got some real live vipers that have infiltrated the body of Christ. Let me share this scripture with you, man, that God interrupted my little study time and just dropped in my spirit. Out of the book of Deuteronomy, the 13th chapter. You might be familiar with it. You might not. But God, but God opened my eyes to this. Matter of fact, my phone, I was looking at something totally different, and my phone just flipped to this. Now listen to what it says. In my opinion, it describes the body of Christ. Deuteronomy chapter 13. And I'm going to read it out of the King James Version. It says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known. And let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The Amplified Version says the Lord is testing you. To see if you really love him with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and cleave unto him. This just dropped in my spirit. There's some pivotal things in this portion of Scripture. One being we should walk after the Lord, your God. Walk after him. Follow him. Then this other part that says, fear him. This is major. This is major. The book of Proverbs lets us know that to fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, I ain't talking about 
That's Casper the Friendly Ghost fear. Term is synonymous with what we understand to be respect. We don't respect. We have gotten to the place where we don't respect the Lord, our God. We don't respect the power of the God. We don't respect the word of God. We don't respect the will of God because we don't respect we don't respect the purposes of God. And we don't respect or fear the wrath of God. Many of us see God as a Santa Claus God. When the scripture says he's a dare, he's a terrible God. Also, he's a loving father, but he, he's a terrible God too. But we don't we don't fear him in that way anymore. We got this attitude now where we are Kesara, Whatever will be, will be. That's how we operate on a day-to-day basis as believers. I don't think it's important that we uh, debate the hermeneutics of Gentiles, what region they come from, whether they black or white. And we preaching a weak gospel to a dying people. This new generation is wiser, but they're weaker. Why are they weaker? Because they have very little God consciousness. They 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 could care less about this God stuff. And that's a failure on our part. That's a failure on our part. I remember the last I remember last week we talked we got to the place where we were talking about Babylon. And something rose up in me when we was talking about this whole Babylon piece, because it sounded to me as though we were saying, okay, well, Babylon is going to be Babylon, so we got to let Babylon be Babylon and just wait our turn. When in my spirit, man, all I'm hearing is the devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Yeah, let Babylon be Babylon. Yeah, Babylon is going to fall. But Babylon is not going to be going oops upside my head until the father take it down. I'm going to be going oops upside his head, its head. I'm going to be standing and I'm going to be standing in my authority. I'm going to be I'm a going down contending for the faith. I said that I was going to, let me tell you what I thought about when the Babylon conversation uh, 
took place. What the Lord put in my spirit was Daniel. And I mentioned on Tuesday night on Elishua's show that I was going to reference Daniel chapter 1, I believe it's verse number 8. I'm going to read it to you what it says. I'm going to read it to you. And the reason I'm referencing Daniel is because Daniel and the Hebrew boys, as we know them as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we even, we so, we so shallow in many instances, we've even made a joke out of that. Y'all, y'all know it. Y'all heard it. You've all heard it. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. That's a mockery. And you've heard it on numerous occasions. But those were their Babylonian given names. Their name was Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. That's the God-given name. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They understood who they were. Not only did they understand who they were, but they understood whose they were. In the book of Daniel, the first chapter, let's start with Daniel. These brothers were some gangsters. Say what you want. Verse, verse number eight. Let's look at it real quick. Real quick. This is where my heart is at, man. This is where my heart is at. These dudes being captured by the Babylonian, by the Babylonians. Renamed, okay, they're trying to wipe out or wash out their culture, okay, by threatening them, okay? But by rule, King Nebuchadnezzar was the king, and whatever a king decreed, so it is. Jesus the Christ is the king of kings. Look at Daniel. Look what Daniel said. It said, but Daniel purposed in his heart. You remember I told you on on last week, this state of the body of Christ is a matter of the heart. We're going to go, we're going to get there. This state of the body of Christ is a matter of the heart. Look what he said. He said, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. I believe it's because he stood for God. He stood for what he believed and for who he believed. He understood who he was. He understood who he belonged to. He understood where his authority lies. And he was not going to follow no slew-foot king. Just like we just read 
over in, De- in Deuteronomy. Now, we know the story about the three Hebrew boys. I'm just looking, I'm just showing you the stance of these boys' hearts. This is the stance, this is the stance of the, of, of the heart of a kingdom citizen. I ain't talking about church members. I'm talking about kingdom citizens. Followers of Christ, God-like individuals, those individuals who who have chosen to let this mind be in them that was also in Christ Jesus. Y'all know the story. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Y'all know the story. They were threatened to be thrown into the fiery furnace because they chose not to bow. Said if you don't bow, you're going to burn. They said, well, we ain't going to bow. In fact, in fact, they honored him first. They, they, they honored him first and said, King, oh, King, live forever. But we're not going to bow. And our God will deliver us out of your hands. This is what, this, this is the gangster part of it that is missing in the body of Christ today. They said, he will deliver us out of your hands. But even if he don't, he's able. So we're not going to bow. We're not going to bow to your customs. We're not going to eat your food. We're not going to drink your wine. And God honored their courage and their, their, their heart posture in the matter. This is the pivotal stuff that we need to be concerned about. This is the pivotal, this is where we need to get back to. We need to get back to the proper heart posture. Our heart in its natural proclivity is wicked, is deceitfully wicked. The book of Jeremiah tells us. It's deceitfully wicked. This is why we have to renew our minds. This is why we have to be transformed. This is why we have to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. This is why we have to humble ourselves. The Bible said uh, uh, humility before honor. Humility before honor. We are caught up in religious um, catfights. We're caught up in religious catfights. That's what we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. I got two, I got two video recordings that I want y'all to hear. This is the type of stuff that we're dealing with in the body of Christ. Man, I just got turned on to a video last night or yesterday. 
Jamal Harrison Bryant of Newburgh Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, is considering growing and selling weed from the church. And we bickering back and forth about the Gentile situation. About what I take on what a, gen- a Gentile is. I saw a video yesterday, another one, where you got a homosexual pastor sitting up in a king's chair in the pool pit with two of his subjects, also homosexual, fanning him while he's talking about something that's so shallow. But he got people that he he got people that he leading. And we bickering about what we believe a Gentile is. We got some serious matters of the heart going on in the body of Christ. Serious matters of the heart. Let me show some let me show you something else. Let me show you these other scriptures. The book of Proverbs, Solomon. Solomon said in Proverbs 3 and 5, Trust in the Lord, all thine heart. With all thine heart. And lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Moses said in Deuteronomy 6, verse number 5, Love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. You know what that's translated? Love the Lord. With everything in you. We need to love the we need to love the Father with everything in us. Everything in us. No, I need to mention it. I need to mention it. I need to mention it. Because these are the types of things that we're dealing with on a day to day basis. Now, when you all were going back and forth, I didn't jump in. I just let it be said. My point is, we have much weightier matters. We're talking about the state of the body of Christ. We're dying out here. We are dying by the droves. We are falling off. We are falling off. Anyway. Seth, I say we take we take a break right here. Um because I I really um Let's just take a break right here. 
and um, maybe like a little thirty second break, and then we'll come back, um, and then we'll have we'll have you share the recording, the video recording. I want you guys to hear some of the stuff that's going on in the body of Christ right now. Okay. Again, what I want to do after that is I want to discuss it. I want to talk about it. I want to, I want us to talk about what you hear. So let's do that. Let's take about a 30-second break. You can put a song and, on. Uh, and Purcell, or however you want to do it. I'm sorry. Did you go ahead and repeat that. No, I was just saying we can listen to, listen to when we come back. We just listen to the video. And we'll open the floor up. We'll open the mics up. Uh, we'll discuss what we heard on the on the on the uh, recording, and uh, and we'll move forward from there. Um, a lot of the content that I kind of wanted to uh, kind of deal with a little bit, I kind of shared just a little bit already. But <clears throat> um, I think the, I think the thing that the thing that we feared the most, I think, is what we're working back from right now. So let's go ahead and take this break, um, and okay. then we'll come back with the video recording. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Five Swimstone Network tonight. Again, you have Purcell Porsche uh, hosting tonight, talking about the state of the body of Christ. This is part three, and we'll take a short little break. We'll be right back.
again, brothers and sisters, I want to thank you for your time tonight. Again, you're tuning into the Five Swim Song Network. What do y'all think of that Clark sister? Give it to him. My goodness, don't we need to? We need to. I know I need to. Let me just make it personal. I need to. Give it to him. Mm-hmm. Ella Shore, I mean, uh, 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 your line is open, Brother Johnny's, your line is open, and uh, Brother Kenwin, your line is open. We're back from the break. And Priscilla, of course, your line is open. This moderated show is in your hand. Okay. Uh, again, we're talking about the state of the body of Christ, which, in my opinion, is uh, it's bleak. It's bleak. But uh, not in despair. We, we are, uh, I said last week, I recall saying last week, I believe, God is raising up a remnant, but we have got to uh, take some of these weightier matters head on. The, the 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 world is yearning for the sons of God to appear, and we have got to change the posture of our heart. God work. We've got to change the way we think. So we can change the way we act and change the way we live. And we can get back to our uh, authoritative rule, our governing rule, uh, all of that. We got to get back to that. We got to get back to that. That's how we win. That's how we win is walk in the authority that we've been given and begin to tread upon surface for real and shake vipers off our hands. Like Paul, and uh, so so it was a video, okay. a couple of videos that I ran across um, in my in my study time and stuff. Uh, I ran across a couple of videos that were disturbing. I believe to be disturbing. Um, so you're gonna hear uh, some interesting stuff, um, and then what I'd like to see happen is I'd like for all of us just to weigh in on what you hear. Um, and again, we're talking about the state of the body of Christ. Go ahead, Seth, and cue that first one up. I don't know which one. Okay, uh, here it is. Uh, place, I have a, a 57 second or uh, the pastor talking about selling. Here we go, everybody. I'm looking for people that smell like weed. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm at a place, Rashawn. Here's, no, 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 really. New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America. Wow. And so my position to my deacons is why aren't we not raising cannabis? I'll be able to bring in black males. Mm. I'm teaching them farming. Oh my God. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. Black boy in Bankhead said, they growing weed at the church? Where do I join? We're talking about who I say is the worst black pastor in America, and without question, he is. I've stated before that people... That's somebody commenting on the video. Percent, can I play that again? It's real short. Yes. Yes, and finish, right. and let that comment go all the way to the end, too. Okay, all right. I'm looking for people that smell like weed. I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm at a place, Rashawn. Here's, <laughs> no, 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 really. New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America. Wow. And so my position to my deacons is why aren't we not raising cannabis? I'll be able to bring in black males. Mm. I'm teaching them farming. Oh, my God. I'm helping them to enhance the ecosystem. Black boy in Bankhead said, they're growing weed at the church. Where do I join? We're talking about who I say 
is the worst black pastor in America, and without question, he is. I've stated before that people like him, they don't see the church as someplace where they can lead people to Christ. No, they see this as a means for gain. These are people who call evil good and good evil. Avoid people like him. Stay away from him. He is not godly, and if you want to support him, you are supporting him and his ungodly behavior and the fact that he promotes ungodly behavior. Now, the Bible said, the Bible said, if any come unto you with any other doctrine other than that of Jesus Christ, don't receive him into your house. And if you do, you are a partaker of his evil deeds. Paul taught us to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And we may prove what is that good perfect, and acceptable will of God. I'm looking for people that smell like weed. I'm telling my deacons why we ain't raising cannabis, calling evil good. Good evil. Somehow he put a spit on that, talking about he he'd be teaching them farming. What say you? Okay, everybody. The phone lines is open. Just so you know. Okay, we're gonna go. What time? It is. It is ten thirty-six. There are how many of us? There is. Well, you got uh, Kenwin Castleberry, you got Brother John, you got Brother Ellis Shaw, and myself. Okay, so that's three. So we should get 12 minutes out of all. Uh, so let's go for three minutes. Did you want to play the other minute? Did you want to play the other audio? Because 12 minutes is going to put you... Obviously, we're going to go over ten because we're supposed to be twelve minutes times four. I don't know if you realize. I don't really want to. I don't really. Put, I don't particularly really want to go over. I just want to. Okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out, I don't know if you hear me. Play what you're the saying. other. Play. Hey, listen, hold on listen, a second. Listen, listen. I do want you to play the other. I do want you to play the other. Got you. That's a minute. So, but you said twelve minutes times in. four. Hold on, Priscilla. Uh, twelve minutes times no, four is forty-eight minutes. Did you mean that? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I said three minutes each of you. Okay. Three there you minutes go. each of us get three minutes is what I said. All right. Gotcha. Let's play the so video. And go, ahead every- go ahead and play the other one as well, but weigh in on the first one first. The weed. Weigh in on the weed first. Okay? We're going to pass the duchy first. Then we're going to go to the next video. So let's go to so the next video. So you want me to video. play the video? Okay, here we go. Okay, first of all, he's, 
he's talking about his sister, not his, not his spiritual sister. He's talking about his blood sister. He has a problem with the fact that she uh, opened up a church in the same city he's in on the same block he's on. And then is somewhat airing their laundry out. Evidently, there was some type of issue, something going on with their mother. Uh, so, but just just listen to it. Just listen to it, and we'll talk about it. Just listen. All right, here we go. Fire. I'm tired, my sister. She's out of order. You will not pastor in the same city that I'm pastoring in and bring in compromise. I'm going to shut you down by the Spirit of God. Look, look, look at them. They're scared. They're scared. Oh, pastor. You scared? Boom, you scared. You got to join your another gang. Because even though we holy, we got the spirit of the blood and the clip over here. I'm not hearing nobody talk back to me. If you scared, then you better join you another church. Because we coming after this devil. I said we coming after this devil. I got the spirit of a blood and a crypt. Did he say that? We got the spirit of a blood. Well, no, let's back up a little bit. The first thing he said was, if you scared, you need to join another game. <laughs> then he turned around and said, you need to church, go to another church. If you scared, we got the spirit of blood in the crypt. Sure do. But at the same time, out of the same mouth, we're gonna we're gonna get this devil. We're gonna destroy this devil. Well, brother, I'll say this Purcell. Um You can go first. You can just go first. Yeah. You know what? They, they, to me, they're extreme. I know some some churches somewhere are doing that. It's almost like the pastor in Africa telling the women on the first telling women that they they can't wear panties. It, it's it's a little extreme to me. I think there's some more craftier, slick, slimier lies going forth than that obvious bonehead stuff. That's something I'll say, man. I'm, I I I open the floor. I, I release the mic. Anybody else co-host? Uh, you want to go round robin? Just yep. to keep this flowing pretty quickly. Yep. Okay, Let's brother Kevin Casper, go ahead, please. All right, all right. Uh, I got a scripture. Uh, uh, Jude, the book of Jude, chapter one, verse one. Uh, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James. To them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called mercy unto you in peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful. Uh, let's see, that's not the scripture. Okay. It, uh, four, or it was four. All right. Uh, verse four. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained, 
to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like these uh, these pastors that we're listening to are uh, they're, they're dancing. They're dancing right there on that line. Um uh, I bet you when it comes to scripture, they can be pretty good on scripture. But when things outside of scripture, when they when they talk about a subject like politics or what's happening in the neighborhood, that's where you can see clearly that uh, they got a little of that worldly uh, what's around them is you know still there, and it shows because they combine them too in their sermons. Um, and, and, and that's when you talk about the state of the body of Christ, it it got a lot to do on, well, the servants, because, uh, everybody that comes to church is supposed to literally learn something. They supposed to literally, uh, well, praise, but, uh, 30 years in the church, you're supposed to know a certain amount of things. But if you're if you're if these are your sermons, you know what I'm saying. And this is this that poison that keeps us dumbed down. Um, that that you know that worldly worldly state of mind, and 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 uh, that's kind of like uh, my little two cents on that, man. But as far as that um, weed and stuff like that, uh, that sounds like a hustle. It sounds like he is literally. Uh, Hustling and under the guise or of the black youth, uh, saying it's to help them, but uh, we know that that's part of our poison that keeps us uh, in a low state of uh, impoverished and and imprisoned. Uh, so that's like the wrong tool to help us. <laughs> it's just backwards, actually. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that's my two cents on that, man. Okay, going to Brother Ellis Oh, oh Priscilla, hold on, hold on. Priscilla, you, were you trying to say something after after Brother Kenwin? No, I disagree with him. I agree with him. Absolutely. What he said, okay, absolutely. Going, absolutely. Okay, Brother uh, 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 Ellis Shaw. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I did when I saw the video. I hope that's what you're laughing at. That's exactly okay. what I did. Which video you laughing at, bro? I'm telling you something. New Birth Missionary Baptist Church is about to be like, once again, the largest church in the city of Atlanta. Now, see, that's why. This is, let, me, let, me, let, me, this, let me interject right here, uh, Alex Okay. Shura. That's why I wanted to share that particular video because, Seth, you talking about that's extreme, but we got stuff going on like this that uh, are under uh, the leadership of people like this that have enormous followings. Enormous. We ain't even talking about his, uh, his, uh, his uh, what you call it? Um, social media following. 
Well, I, I would it's say tough. this for ourselves that is that many of them. Let's just deal with the case of Jamal Bryant. What Jamal Bryant is attempting to do is to be relevant. That's one aspect of it. As far as the entrepreneurial enterprises um, growing cannabis, if they have the largest, you know, one base of land in the city of, you know, in the state of Georgia or in the city of Atlanta, um, that has so many issues to be questioned. And it's going to be an issue that the church is going to have to contend with and deal with because people, oh, God, I didn't even want to say this. I really don't. But, okay. We are often, and that's it. Let's put it like this here. The Bible says be wise as a serpent, harmless in the dove. It says that, uh, that we should shun the very appearance of evil. So as a person who uh, attempts to be prudent, if I were to make that endeavor, I w- that's not something I would even announce to people. But as far as the ambition to do it, it's a pretty savvy ambition because when you're looking at a, a business that's, free, that's trillions of dollars strong, because I'm going to tell you something. And this is where we have to get back to the law, because the law determines what it's saying. Because a lot of times people impose things upon people that's not consistent with the Scripture. And that's why I come it's so necessary to law, because if you think something, you just go to the Scripture. The law right there tells you, just like it's the law that we live in. You know, um, is, is consuming alcohol legal in the city of Fort Worth? Yes. What's the age group? You have to be 21. Uh, what days do they not sell it on? Sundays. What time do they stop selling it? Because, let's be real, everybody on this line, I guarantee you, at some point in time in the last three months, if you've had maladies and you went to a doctor and you got prescription drugs, I bet you didn't have no problem with that. See, what happens is that we place stigmas on things, and most of the times when we place stigmas on things, we do it out of ignorance. We don't even understand it. We just don't know. We just know somebody in the church says it's a sin, but it has no validation from the scriptures that to prove that it's a sin. Uh, marijuana cannabis harvesting right now is looked at just like pharmaceutical companies because that's what a great majority of it is being utilized for. It's not to smoke. It's used for CBDRs and a number of things that are proven to heal people without ingesting pharmaceutical chemically made drugs. So that could be the argument on that. But in that, with Brother Bryant, Brother Bryant has always tried to remain relevant. I personally do not care for him. And I have various reasons, and that reason basically is how that he handled the Eddie Long situation, and Eddie Long put him through school and put him through seminary, and then when Eddie Long failed and Eddie Long died, he despised Eddie Long, and then that Negro is sitting up pastoring Eddie Long's church. So what would I expect from type of the individual? As far as the other person, that foolishness is more pervasive than we want to acknowledge. It's just not as bold and blatant, but it exists. I'm a minister. I've worked within the policy of various churches, and I know the dastardly, gangsterly stuff that they attempt to do in the name of God. So again, this is what they believe. This is what we're looking at because uh, what do these things have in common? Religion. I know that elephant in the corner. Back to you, Purcell. Look, <laughs> <laughs> listen. That that is 
And when I when I saw this and heard this, I'm just like, man, this is perfect for the show. You guys are making my case so eloquently. You're doing it so so smooth and so sweet, and they're so they're so passionate about their buffoonery. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. Listen to the scripture, though. Let me share the scripture with you all. And, don't uh, and then we want to go to uh, Brother John. Brother John. Right okay. I share the scripture, we want to go to Brother John. Second um, uh, Peter. Second Peter 2, verse 1. This is what it says. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. Who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their and many shall follow their pernicious and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And though covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. I'm telling you, pernicious, this is what we're dealing with. Pernicious Ways. That's a that's the perfect word. Pernicious ways. He's got and they have a huge, huge following. And this is just to name a couple. I run across I had another video, but I for whatever reason I, I lost it some kind of way. I don't know, but um this stuff is crazy, man. But this is the kind of stuff that we're up against. This is the type of stuff that we're up against. Uh, go ahead, Brother John. You got the floor. All right. Let me uh, initially say what's up to everyone on the line. You guys know who you are. I don't need to name you one at a time. Um, before I st- take uh, a moment to d- discuss those two um, clips, I, I want to go back for a moment to the person who basically robbed y'all of about 15 to 20 minutes asking the question of who the Gentiles were. And that's the exact reason why I would always want to say, who are you? Where are you calling from? Do you have a question or a comment? And what's the purpose of your question or comment? And so we spend 15, 20 minutes going back and forth. And good information may have come out, and it may not have been to the, to the thrust of what this show was this particular show was for, uh, but then he says there's esoteric understanding. You want to come to me with esoteric understanding, and we have a Bible right, right here in front of us, and you want to go to what only a few people have discussed, and we know our me and my secret crew know this. That's the reason why we have to screen, screen these people, because <laughs> even though there's something that we can get out of out of the discussion, 
if this person had ulterior motives from, from square one, just like the dude a couple of weeks ago, as L stated, the, the guy that called in and all of a sudden he want to make his point and jump off the line, don't, don't want to deal with the thrust of, why are you in the chat? Why can't you just call in and ask your question? That's all I'm saying. As it pertains to those two clips, um, I look at those as one-offs, both of them. To me, like what Seth was saying, this, this, this is not something that is sweeping across the nation, this, this type of thought. Uh, th- these are one-offs. To me, if, if you, the white supremacy, as it deals, as it, as it has its claws and clutching onto Christianity, it looks as mm-hmm. if it, it, it doesn't mind if, if we go back and forth over something like uh, this guy that's wanting to sell weed in the church or whatever the case may be, because it's right there hiding in plain sight. The biggest issue that Christianity has, in my opinion, is the fact that it cannot divest itself of white supremacy. And if ever it does, it's going to be dealing with consumerism. It's going to be dealing with the New Age movement. These are things that are already, like, deeply entrenched in a lot of the messages that come across uh, a lot of the pastors. Um, And so as it pertains to the thrust of of Parnell's, I said Parnell, Purcell's show, the state of the body of Christ, those things that I mentioned to me are of way greater concern. The fact that it's, the it's being used to oppress and it still does so very with a sleight of hand <clears throat> it still does so oppress people of color and elevate uh uh people who do not have color it 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 says that to have money is righteousness uh, a, a lot of people will turn their back on Christ just so that they can maintain their quality of life it's that's consumerism, if you will. So I think that those things, in my opinion, have a greater impact on Christianity, quote unquote, as a whole, as opposed to the, to the clips that we heard. Thank you. And, and I do, I I do agree <clears throat> that those things are shared absolutely. You got you always actually even heard me. Talk about that that uh, white supremacy and that racism piece, where I've always made mention right. to uh, the effect of the uh, black church and the white church. Um, right, just, right. You know what I'm saying? That just don't compute for me. How are we brothers and sisters, but we still have this racial divide that is so blatant, and somehow it's got this big old elephant in the room. And we don't deal with it. We had one of our patriarchs that was bold enough to deal with this stuff. Uh, he actually even brought it here to Cincinnati. And that was uh, Dr. Fred Price. And um, he dealt with that stuff flat foot. Flat foot. Uh, I think, Seth, you were here in um, Cincinnati when that when that came about. Um but to Purcell. it's actually uh, ten fifty eight, so you probably want to make that. Uh, and then uh, I want to comment on that you normally about make. That conference. Uh, he's right, okay. folks. Those of you who listen to the f- show online, you need to call that phone number right there on that promo, the nine one four two zero five 
five five nine oh. One more time, nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh. At those you on the phone line show is only contracted to ten ten o'clock. We always roll over a little bit, but those on those of you online, you will not be able to hear the show after ten o'clock, okay? First of just real quick about the uh and again, thank you everybody for tuning into the Possible Song Network. We have on Brother Purcell Porsche, Brother John Clark, Brother uh, Ella Shure Ellison, and Brother Kenwin Castleberry. Uh, this is our show tonight, talking about the state of the body of Christ, Part Three. It's very good, very juicy, as you can hear. But Purcell, about that conference, I was instrumental, remember, in bringing that conference. Oh yeah, you- oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you brought some heavy hitters. Well, some quote unquote heavy here I go. Here I go, deitizing people. You brought some some what we understand to be heavy hitters. Uh I know Jake's was here. Jake's was here at Assembly County Assemblies of God is where they had the uh the conference, correct? Yeah, Jake's came. Right they there? said it was an overrated uh, conference of its of its kind. Never before in America. Yeah, so, and then I don't know how many of you heard of it, you know, but it was, they hit it and quit it. It was in and out, you know, and it's, I don't think, I don't think it, it, it made much of um, an impact at all, for real, you know. Um, one of the things that I, I, I really... Uh, don't That's like difficult to do, okay, Brother Purcell. What's that? I say it's, it's difficult for you to make an impact when you actually are a vessel of the very system that you're trying to denounce. Well, when that's you talk true. About, that's absolutely true. Yeah, when you talk about Bishop T.D. Jakes and them, the very – see, that's the thing that people that – people look at T.D. Jakes mm-hmm. and them because that's a solid ministry. But, Pete, but if you put it under a microscope, the very thing that um, Jamal Bryant is trying to do – the only difference is that the product that Jamal Bryant chose to invest in is one, as I said, that holds a stigma, and people, you know, they have their their issues and their concerns with it. But Bishop Jakes, I, you know, I've been here since the man first came here. You know, he opened up his church the first week, fifteen hundred people, fifteen hundred people joined the church, and that's one of the problems because, again, right. but there's something that Jakes and brother twenty two thousand now, right? He's up to yeah, like twenty-two thousand. He's got about thirty thousand members, and the very the very thing that that the issues like how we're building churches based upon personality. Right. That's a major problem when you when you when you right. uh, when we are in that, that literally says that we have the mind of the world because we are basically right. following personalities rather than following Hamashiach. We're following personalities right. rather than following the Holy Spirit. And so right. now we're talking about that, the state of the body of Christ. Now yeah. we're talking so about since, the state of the body of Christ. That's yeah. what so I'm talking has, about, y'all. Yeah. And so since he has that, that kind of following, <clears throat> again, when it comes to people like this, it just, I just thought about the church. We, are, we talk about the church. The church is so fractured. It's fractured in its very infrastructure. 
When you go through and look at the book of Ephesians, you look at the book of Corinthians, and Paul is talking about the offices in the church and, and what they are supposed to do and how they are to perform and how we're to flow in the spirit, you do not see this manifested in this 21st century Christian church. It does not exist. So we don't have apostles that would come in that when we see error like this who would address error. They don't address error because of the very people who follow and doing the very things that are causing the problems, that are causing the issues. And nobody seems to be held under accountable. I did an investigative uh, journalistic um, expose on a church out of New Jersey where literally um, I could tell you the, the man stole the church. The, the, the pastor and, and her, the, who, the woman pastor and her husband, they started the church. And then when the pastor died, and then it was a woman with the church, and then the woman got sickly, and this minister came in and basically cozied up to her and basically stole these people's church, and they had to take them to court. Well, this very pastor was a drug dealer, and he was using that church to funnel to, to laundering money. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. In that very sanctuary, when they knew what the when they knew what the particular was about that, I can name the very as a matter of fact, the very people you just named, Fred Price. Bishop T. J. They were holding conferences on their ch- in their church on a year on an annual basis. So by holding conferences in their church on an annual basis, they had endorsed what the pastor had did, rather than confronting and addressing that and said that no, this is ungodly, this is out of order. And that's the problem we have because nobody holds the error and the corruption accountable. They go on YouTube, right. everybody why- complains about it. You know, everybody, everybody about it. Right. This is why. This is why we need voices like mine. I ain't scared of you. See, I'm. I'm not. It, this is. I'm gonna stand up and be counted. I ain't going for the okie doke. And I. And I. And I. It, it, like I said before earlier, when the show first started, it grieves. It grieves my spirit, man. To see this stuff going on And to see These people uh, Being duped the way they are This is why I reference the scripture And I think it's relevant To every believer And that's 2 Timothy 2 and 15 Study to show yourself Show yourself approved A workman that need not be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of truth We need to know for ourselves one of the biggest things that's going it's going to take is we're going to have to get back to kingdom. Kingdom is doing. No, kingdom is being. Religion is doing. It's task oriented. They're no different than the than the Catholic Church. But kingdom is being. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Well, only oh, only if you would finish. Though? I just heard you pause there, but if you want to finish, go right ahead. I'm finished. If you want to interject, go ahead. We wrapping up. Yeah, we I, actually I just, wrapping up. I, I, I want to say this because I have to think about people that's listening to the show. That's what a good co, a good uh, moderator does. Moderator. And host mm-hmm. We think about people that's calling the show. <clears throat> I'm thinking right now of a guy. I live that. Right there in Fort Worth, I can see this guy standing in front of me saying he was delivered off of drugs. I asked him, well, what happened? He said, I attended a program at the Potter's House. I said, you went to the Potter's House? He said, yeah. 
I like Chuck Bishop, Jake, and everything. I said, really? He said, hold on a second. He goes upstairs, come back down, shows me a picture of Bishop Jake shaking his hand. I said, why was he shaking your hand? Because I completed his drug program. There are thousands of people whose lives have been enhanced by the teachings at the Potter House, the teachings at Newburgh. Jamal Bryant was spoken well of at first. I, I'm like Ella Shaw about a lot of questionable things he's done, but here's what we got to remember. And I'm going to keep going back to this, y'all. Just know I'm not coming against no Ella Shaw. Ain't no elephant in the room. Their Ella Shaw is Ella Shaw. You know, spoke. I'm just speaking my, my piece. We just disagree. That's all. I believe these people are in error. <clears throat> They're teaching error. I think Jake's, by not getting into the weightier matters in the Bible and not talking about hell and conviction, homosexual, and, and, and a lot of pastors that's up there on TV. And you know what? To be very honest, I don't have a million dollars. If I could lose $20 million by saying something versus not allowing gays to be in leadership in my church, not allowing them to infiltrate, but I just don't say them publicly, and it saved me $20 million. I don't know if I wouldn't do it. Let's just be real. Some of us trip over a few thousand dollars. I'm talking about in my family. You know, we can't handle no $620,000. If we send it halfway speaking to each other, I don't know what I would do with the type of accolades these people have, jets and planes and access. I don't know, to the White House. I don't know. So, yes, I believe in Constantine Christianity and all the lies that are put forth. When it's, please, I've been talking about it before probably anybody on this show. I always had problems with a lot of the white scriptures for a long time. But I think a lot of these are indeed real men of God. Caught up in their thing. You caught up in your thing. Last show, I've been thinking about, probably I shouldn't have said what I said about some of y'all would think I'm an unsaved nigga. But I'm kind of glad I said it. Because I do have moments where I'm acting out of character. Well, supposing I have $40 million in the bank. How much out of character can I act with that? I don't know. I do think the Brother Johns of the world, Brother Elishu's of the world, and Brother uh, Purcell's of the world, they're right. There are some crooked people. They're wolves. They're not even born again. Like Elishu talk about a lot of these Israelites. I believe a lot of these young people. They're not born again. Old people too. I believe that. But some of these people, it's just caught up in their thing. And their thing happened to be greed. And just because they want another jet, Miles Monroe, we talked favorably of him on the show. I remember he came to Fort Worth and took off because he needed gas for his plane. And they said, hey, don't be hating on Miles, y'all, tonight, talking about this offer now because he shaved two hours off his uh, trip here. I'm thinking to myself, is that why we took him this offer? Because you shaved two? Man, fly another way. Exactly. Don't get me started on all these pastors, man. If people got their vices, you know, 
Ella Shore, I'm going to put him on the spot. Just, just to let y'all know, I ain't beefing with him. I'm a personnel too. These Negroes have a lot of nice cars they like. <laughs> if Purcell woke up tomorrow and his bank up and says $64 million, Purcell, will you tell these people what kind of car you would drive with your say sale? Just go and say it. I will have a Porsche Panamera Turbo with the peanut butter interior. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ella Shaw, $64 million in your account tomorrow morning. <laughs> what kind of car would you buy? If that's my money? Your money. I would buy. If it's my money and I didn't get it by the Friday church, I'd go buy me a $6 million from Johnny Hill. Hold on, you fall away from the phone or something. Come a little closer, like you was before. I need six million dollars. I know that. Hold on, put it back on the phone. I want to hear what he said. LSU repeat. LSU said six million dollar car. I just said my car was probably about a hundred. It's probably going to be about a hundred forty six grand. LSU said six million. And so six million dollar car. And you tell me, folks ain't gonna come out to him. They came out the fair price. Fair price say he, the the Rose Ross was gave to him. They still said, "Bruh, EV Hill down the street, his Cadillac breakdown." This is the difference between Fair Price acceptance in this community and EV Hill acceptance in his community. EV Hill is an old black pastor. Y'all used to come on TV and all the time, and so is Fair Price. Uh, but anyway, EV Hill has some homeless people say, "Doctor Hill, your car stop. Your car stop. Hey, don't even get out." They push E.V. Hill in his Cadillac to the church. Fair Price and his Rolls Royce, I guarantee you that it never happened. So all I'm saying is, they're not doing nothing wrong, per se, somebody will be talking about Ella Shure and his McDonald's car and per se, they will be talking about them saying they're all about money. They'll be talking about how they messed up in the air and they ain't used to be like that. And Again, I can't diminish what they've said on the show. There are wolves like John say. They're wolves. They're not born again. Yes, yes, yes. Like LSU have said before in the past, and the scripture talks about the wheat and the snares growing together. I just can't say who snares. I just, I'm no, I don't have it like that. That's above my pay grade, man. It's just error. Let me jump in right here. Let me jump in right here because you said something <clears throat> that's that's kind of marginal. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. If if I'm driving what I want to drive, uh, you best believe that the bulk of my congregation is driving what they want to drive because we kingdom. We don't have everything in, everything in common. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be lording over people. I'm gonna be a servant leader. I'm not gonna be lording over people and pimping people and nothing like that. See, that's what that's what you're talking about. See, the mis- one of the misnomers, and even in, in 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 kingdom living or kingdom mindset, one of the misnomers is you don't have no issues. <laughs> 
That's a misnomer. Still wrapped in this flesh. We're still wrapped in this flesh. So if, if, if stuff's going on in your life, I heard Dr. Miles Monroe say this. If there's stuff going on in your life that's not favorable and they don't really feel good or look good to somebody on the outside looking in, stop always equating that to something bad in your life. You just might be going through something. The Father might have you in a place uh, to grow you up. It ain't nothing bad. It ain't nothing you did wrong. It's, it's something called life. So it's a misnomer to believe that uh, once I, you know, give my life over totally to the Lord, oh, everything is uh, unicorns and rainbows. No, you still got to live. You still got to walk this thing out. You still got to die to your flesh on a day-to-day basis. You still got to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. You still got to press, man. It's not going to just come to you. Everything ain't just going to end up wonderful. No, you got to declare and decree some things. And then you got to follow Christ. I'm telling you, man, we... See, what we do is we present a false gospel instead of just being transparent. What you see is what you get. This this the look, this the real me. This this who I am. I didn't have no qualms about you saying you could you might see me doing some stuff and say, Oh, that nigga ain't saved. I ain't gonna say nigga because I, I erased it from my vocabulary. But that's what you said. So I'm just repeating what you said. That's what they're going to say. I mean. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't have no issue with that. You're not taking your issue and trying to uh, hoodwink somebody else with it or manipulate somebody. That's different. That's a whole other ballgame right there. But if you being transparent and you living for God for real and you just find yourself with a, with a, you hit a couple of potholes, hey, you just get that get that debt that banged out of that rim and keep it rolling. But people need to see your wounds, man. That's how we end up getting caught up like you said earlier, Seth, um, they just caught up in their stuff. That's how you get caught up. Hiding your hands. Instead of being transparent. Let people see your wounds. I wanna put my whole I wanna put my finger in the hole in his hand. I wanna feel the, 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 the hole in his side. I wanna feel it. I wanna see that you ain't invincible. And my pastor was facing 65 years in the penitentiary. 65 years. And God delivered him. He said, man, I was guilty. 
He said, I deserve those 65 years. He said, everything they said about me was true. I respect him. Because God turned his life around. Now he's a millionaire. And teaching us how to do it. Give you the shirt off his back. Teaching about servant leadership right now. I'm telling you, man, God is raising up a remnant. We got to get out of this, this, this false fantasy world of the faith. We living in a fantasy world in the faith. When we need to be transparent, people want to see the real. That's, a, that's why it's so hard to reach the world. Because they first ones that can recognize you fake. When I was in the street, this is what we used to say. Game recognize game. Anybody familiar with that? Is anybody on the line familiar with that? I know I ain't yep. the only one to try to run it yep. down oh, yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah, game yeah. Game recognize game, man. Yes, we, we do. Need to know, we, need to, we need to know how to compel people. Your life should tell the story. Your life should tell the your life should tell the story, not a lie. Right, right on. You feel me? So yeah. yeah, so this is this has been good, man. I, I I really love the way it ended up. I do. Um I appreciate you saying what you said, Brother John, you know, about the guy who threw the curveball. You know, no it's cool though. That was really the L's L's thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. I mean, you know, that's it, it, and it'll happen. It, this won't be the last time. You know what I mean? Um, I think we just handle it differently the next time. You know, and stay on topic and uh, keep it moving. You know, but true. Uh, true. Every time I come on here, my number one goal is to point people in the direction of the Father, bro. Because, like, I'm going to read this last scripture, and I'm finished. I want to read this scripture real quick. I know we reference Paul a lot, but and Paul was so pivotal in his teaching. Um, let me see. Let me go there. I think it's, yeah, uh, let me see. I'm going to get it right quick. Galatians. You all might be familiar with the scripture. Galatians chapter two. Uh, let's see, two and twenty, I think. Listen to what it says. This blesses me, man. This is it. Galatians chapter Galatians chapter two, verse number twenty. This is what it says. It says, "I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live." Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, 
I live by the faith, Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Let me finish it. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. I'm going to read it one more time. One more again. And we just, just, just suck on this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Thank God Almighty. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. I end with that, man. Um, I want every time you see me, I want you to see him. I want people to say, Man, only a God operate like that. Only a God would say some stuff like that. Only a God would move like that. Only a God or a man of God would walk like that and talk like that. Surely, this is a man of God. That's what I want to be said. That's what I want to be said. Surely, this is a man of God. I want my life to tell the story. Because it's no longer I that live, but Christ that liveth in me. It's the Christ in me that allows me to uh, not cuss you out. It's the Christ in me that kept me from knocking your head off. It's the Christ in me that caused me to leave that that thing right there in the store that I know I didn't have the money the money for that I needed that I wanted to leave with me. It's the Christ in me that didn't allow me to lay down with that shit. Find as she is. It's the Christ in me that saved me from that. It's the Christ in me that allowed me or gave me the strength or the ability to go back and apologize. It's the Christ in me that gives me the strength to love my enemies. Another thing Paul said, I count not myself to have apprehended, but I've been ap- I'm, I'm ap- I have apprehended that that I've been apprehended of. <laughs> Brother Proce. Yes, sir. 
When you said love your enemy, Christ in you to have you love your enemy. Or you talk about your brethren, or you talk about your enemies like of the world. I'm talking about the one who wronged me, that know he was wrong, and I love him anyway. That's who I'm talking about. The one oh, who mistreated so me. The one that talked crazy to my child. Huh? Okay. Okay, I was just trying to understand because, well, uh, I was just trying to understand the way you uh, were looking at that scripture, that's all. Yeah. You know, because the, 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 we do got real-life enemies, real-life real enemies, and uh, but I'm thinking of us as a, as a people, a nation, rather than individual because on the individual level, we got Bloods and Crips. They're enemies, uh, and we shouldn't fight each other. We should love each other. But that's talking about, like, within us. far as the enemies, like, uh, you know, the Babylonians or something, you know what I'm saying? That's a – we weren't – it wasn't talking about loving them, but or do you see it like that, you know? Can I, uh, I know you asked Purcell. Can anybody answer? Purcell, can I answer that? Or, or, or Brother Ken, will you do yeah, your anybody, mind? Anybody, anybody can jump in right here. Anybody can jump in right okay, here. Okay, I'll make this quick, and I'll make this my final, too. Uh, Brother Ken, when this is what I've learned in life. Mm-hmm. Let's just go to the opposite of it. Let's just say we're going to hate them. When you hate, it can destroy your body, number one. If you don't hate anything outside of sin, if you hate people, I can just show you from now to next week how it brings you into bondage. Love is the most powerful force that we know of on this earth. There is nothing more powerful than love. It's so powerful that even if somebody thinks they feel it, they'll die for a person. They'll die for somebody because they think they got it. It's the most powerful force we know of. So if you run into an enemy that is a show live enemy and you arm with love, I have seen this, brother, with my own eyes. You make them your servant. You overpower them with your love. The Bible says do good to them that despitefully use you. It don't say nothing about no Hebrew nut. It say do Good to them that despite for you. For in doing so, you heap coals of fire over their head. I have done it to let's just quit playing around with the white man. I've done it. And I watch them. And I say, you know what? I'm going to be a lover. It feels good to hate. <laughs> it feels, it feels, it feels kind of good. Yeah. It feels good to kind of talk to them crackers. But, man, I found <laughs> in so much bondage and stress. I figured you'd get a kick out of that. But I tell you one thing, that's why I'm on that love train, man. It is powerful. Let me just share this real with you. I feel like the Spirit wants me to share this, and I'm going to make this super quick, I promise. There was a girl on my job, and she was harassing me. She was harassed. Oh, my God, y'all just don't know how much. I can't go into it. But I asked the Father. I was almost in tears. I said, Lord, what should I do about this girl? She keep messing with me. She just embarrassing me and just so I read that scripture. 
the next day she sat right beside me. Now, now we was at this computer table where there's like five computers. She sat by the computer right beside me, man. Is this not the devil or what? Crossed her legs to where her leg could almost hit me. She was about three inches from my from me, saying all kind of comments about me. You know, kind of subtle comments. And I thought about that scripture. And the Spirit said, pay her a compliment. I said, I can't pay her no compliment. I want to hit her in the face. Some say, pay her a compliment. And I went to look for something to say. I couldn't think of nothing because I couldn't stand her. And I noticed her shoes. She has some nice shoes on. I said, Linda, those are some nice shoes. It was like swallowing fire to say that to her. Linda, those are some nice shoes. Brother, what I'm about to say, may God take my life, because I'm serious talking to you right now. What's about to happen, you're not going to believe. When I say, Linda, those are some nice shoes, she got up, walked over to her desk and started booing crying. And I said, what the what? This girl is possessed. People came from the cubicle and said, what's going on, Linda? What's going on? <laughs> and she pointed at me and they said, did he do something to you? And she said, no, no. And I went to my desk I was like, my God. But that's just one testimony. That's just one. Be a lover, man. Be a lover. It's cooler. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It it it, it costs. It, it really don't cost you nothing. Kindness don't cost you nothing. You know, and love, love costs him everything. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I keep that in mind. Plus, we were commanded to, man. If the Most High told us to love one, love the enemy. Just says it so anyway. Um, as well, Purcell, oh, oh, yeah. you didn't notice I hadn't been hounding you about the time. I'm not working tonight, brothers and sisters, so I know we're closing out, but just so y'all know, y'all don't, you know, just, just FYI, I'm not working tonight, brothers and sisters. Brothers and brothers, rather. Okay. Uh, if, if, hey, if, if y'all let me, I, I got one more thing that I want to do, and that's to LSU. Uh, I just, before we go and end it, and I'll forget later. I just want him to comment on Matthew 15. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know. I, I just want to say it. Matthew 15? Yeah, verse 22. What, ver- what, what verse, Brother Cassidy? Uh That Canaanite woman, when he, uh, you know, uh, he said, uh, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered unto, uh, he answered and said, I am not sent to the lost sheep, but uh, to the house of Israel. But my my whole point of that was to hear you. Uh, if they're not Gentiles, then what would you like call the people? who are outside of Israel that we, well, treated them like they're Gentiles if they wasn't. 
What do you mean? What would you would call them? You would call them what they are. If they're Africans, they're Africans. If they're if they're um, Italian, they're Italian. The same thing the scripture does. If, what people don't realize is that a lot of times in the scriptures, it will make a lot of descriptions and called names, and then it says and the Gentiles. Again, um, that's something that has been started by European um, theology. Um, and if you really got down to it, if you really saw the, 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 the <clears throat> motivation behind it, it is actually intent to deceive people. We're not dealing with a perfect book, people. We're dealing with a book that has come through various, various translations, and with each translation, it has basically lost some of its substances and its meaning. And so we left with the job to have to decipher things based upon the wisdom of the Most High and based upon what we have. And that's why I come and say that anyone who speaks contrary to the Torah, it says that they have no light in them. And that's why I come anything that we state has to be inconsistent with the word. And what he's telling this woman here is, is, the, is that's what he exactly said. He was not sent to Gentiles. He was sent to the lost house of Israel. But where was the lost house of Israel? It was in Judea. Okay, but who was governing the lost house of Israel? It was being occupied by Romans. And those Romans mm. happened to be Gentiles. And those Romans yeah. happened to be Gentiles. Yeah. And, and matter of fact, uh, when we talk about the, the ethnicity of Romans, uh, you know, people speak of them being Italian, but when you look up the ethnicity of Romans, the Romans are surely Gentiles. So in that regard, when he says, uh, I have, what he says, uh, I am not sent to the house of Israel, then guess what his mission was? His mission was to come to the house of Israel. But Israel rejected him. And never forget that when he was about to be offered up, uh, he asked the Sanhedrin council and asked them, the leaders of the Jews, he said, which do you want, Barabbas or you want Yahawashah? And they said, give us Barabbas. And they said, as far as Yahawashah, let this be upon us. That's what our ancestors said in regard to the, to the Messiah. So, and with that, let me get my last closing thought. And I would say this, is that people, uh, like earlier when I was saying the gentleman who called on the line, um, there are various beliefs among Hebrew Israelites. Um, Seth and Purcell, uh, if you want to talk about uh, white supremacy, Seth can go toe-to-toe with you, literally. Uh, he knows the ins and outs and the, new, and, new, and the nuances of it. If you want to talk about the church, obviously Purcell is 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 is, is Passionately, heavily invested in the church. When you talk about Israelites, I engage them on a daily basis, and I do, and have been doing so for the last twelve years. And when the gentleman called on the line, and when he said something about esoteric knowledge, at very, the very thing that John said is why I come is why I could recognize what he what he was trying to go to, and that's why I was saying we could save time and tell you right now that literally, if you if you if you give voice to his call, he's going to take us in a whole different direction. So I meant no harm by that. But as far as my last thought, I would say this here, that people, the, very, the last one in the Messiah gave before he left, in Matthew 24, Luke 21, there was one thing that superseded all the other things. He said, watch and pray. And the reason he said so, he said, because of this. Deception will be mastered. And I tell people that when you're deceived, you are not conscious that you are deceived. That's the nature of being deceived. That's right. 
And the thing is, is that we don't have the prerogative to categorize people based upon certain things because the scripture clearly says that when the Antichrist, he's going to perform miracles and wonders. What you going to do then? Will that be the judge if a person is of God? Because clearly he said, many shall come unto me in that day and, 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 and say, in my name, we did, not, did we not cast out miracles and devils and do many works in your name? And he says, you depart from me, you work of iniquity, because I know you not. Why did he say you work of iniquity? The word iniquity is a root word that means sin. So they were doing mm-hmm. all of those things, but they were still sinning. And another thing, when people are in their stuff, when it comes to pastors, we have to hold them accountable. And this is why. If a police officer is in his stuff, in his thing, and let's say his thing happens to be of a, of a righteous persuasion, and he one day gets in the flesh and encounters a person of African-American descent, and he pulls his gun and he shoots him in the head, is him and his thing an excuse for that man's death? So if we want to hold a police officer accountable, why not handle the people who are supposed to care and watch for our souls? We're talking about the state of the church, everybody. I love you. Good night. And I'll see you on Sunday evening. All right. All right. So long, long. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Of course, you all have heard how much I agree with that. For the last few weeks, uh, we need to we need to oust these vipers, man. We need to we need to oust these workers of iniquity. We need to uh, openly rebuke them, you know, because they've given the the, the kingdom of God and the body of Christ a black eye for so long. Um. It's like we run around chasing our tail, and we don't have no identity, you know, and uh, we can't win anybody because we we are uh, in the, we are we are half in the shadow of religion, and uh, we somehow succumb to the to the to the ways of religion, and. Uh, And, and, and it's, 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 it's doing us a disservice. It really is. And um, I, I wanted you, I wanted to say to you, uh, Brother Castleberry, about the scripture that you uh, was talking to LSU about. I wanted to uh, bring up the point that God honored that woman's request because of her faith, and it was her faith that moved him. And um, yeah. that's 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 what that's what's 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 important for us. It's our faith. Right. Our, it's our faith that moves God, you know, and our compassion, you know, for his for the brethren. <clears throat> um, that's the way. That's, he said, "That's the way they'll know you." That's the way they, they'll know you're my disciple is by the love that you show one to another. You know? So, um, again, uh, the state of the body of Christ 
it's going to get better. It's going to get better. We just have to, we have to be steadfast, man. We have to be steadfast, unmovable, uh, and continue to abound in the work of the Lord. This is boy, Ambassador Purcell and Dale Porsche out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Uh, it is my mission to bring the saltiness back to the believers. We are the salt of the earth, according to Matthew uh, uh, 13 and 5. So, I love you all. Uh, follow us. Follow the Five Smooth Stones Network. Monday night, Monday evening, uh, 6 o'clock. Salt Life Ministries on IG. On IG. IG. Instagram. Um, I have a little platform on Instagram every Monday, 6 o'clock. Salt Life Ministry. Salt Life Kingdom Ministry. When you look me up on Instagram, it's Ministries Salt Life. Ministries Salt Life. Oh, okay. So 6 o'clock every Monday, 6 to 7. We keep it it simple, 6 to 7. And uh, Uh, Is that that Eastern time? Eastern time, yes. Six oh, o'clock, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Eastern time, Eastern standard. Uh, and uh, I love you guys. And Seth, I appreciate you, man. I, again, I'm excited about the Five Smooth Stones Network. Brother Kenwin, I love you, my brother. Brother John, I love you, man. Uh, brother Elishua, I love you. Mr. Eliana, if you're listening, I love you. Um, and it's not a thing you can do about it. I look forward to continuing to serve with you guys. God bless you. All right. All praises. All praises. Okay. Uh, y'all go ahead and give your finals. Everybody, thank you. Y'all sure gave his. Uh, Brother Kenwin and friend Brother John, they will wrap up. Love you too, Brother uh, Purcell. I'm sorry. My phone was muted. Uh, I was listening to what you were saying, but my phone was muted. Love you too as well, man, and everybody on the line. And y'all have a blessed night. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thank. All right. All right. So uh, thank y'all. Let me have it on. And same back to you, Elijah, uh, and uh, brother Parcel, brother John, uh, uh, all y'all, man. Uh, thank y'all for letting me uh, tag along with you guys. And uh, uh, I see y'all next time. Shalom, shalom. All right. It's been yeah, good, everyone. Yeah. I appreciate. I appreciate the platform as always. Definitely appreciate the dialogue. Do it again in a few days. Have a good night. Okay, folks. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up again. Uh, Purcell had mentioned the show on Monday. Uh, we, we have Switch, and it's, it's a new Switch, so he it's across his mind, probably across my mind next time. But, folks, we're now programming on Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. We're still uh, asking Cecilia Leon to consider doing an earlier time than 11 p.m., but if she wants to keep that time, that's totally fine. Whoever can come on, come on. So we'll see you on Sunday. I'll keep you all stay posted uh, with the website, and we'll let you know whether or not it's going to be 11 or earlier. Um, sorry we don't know this early. But uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Again, I love every single one of you, and there is nothing you can do about it.
going to go out with a song I think you're going to be blessed by. Hope y'all enjoy Bizzle. This is a little rap, but it's good stuff. It's coming. Okay, brothers and sisters, I don't know what happened with that clip. I'm going to try this one more time because I really want y'all to hear that. Hold on one second. And Purcell, I just want to tell you, man, I appreciate your contribution tonight, your heart, your spirit, and the topic you shared. I didn't get a chance to say that, but I really, really appreciate what you bring to the show on Thursday nights. Just know that. I thought it was a good show. I started a little rough, but sometimes they do. But we got on course, and I want to thank you for your contribution. Thank you. We got the thing. Yeah. 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 Got over money. Pistol.
over money. God over money. Money. God over money. God over money. God over money. God over money. Money. We don't believe it. We don't believe in calling right, wrong, right, wrong, right and wrong, right, right. We don't believe it. They say the problem put us in the dark, in the dark. It's all like, like, we don't believe it. The only way we know to go is hard, go is hard, go is all right, right. We don't believe it. We broke with Jesus cause he gave it all, gave it all, for our life, life. We don't believe it. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 